Alright guys, before we get into this one, uh, we recorded this before the Leonard Fournette signing, so I kind of wanted to touch base on that with Julian real quick. Uh, being that this is your division, bro, uh, I know we talked about it a little bit, but how are you feeling now? Like, that was our concern, like, you know, once the episode starts and we talk about the Bucks, uh, our concern was the running game and the O-line, so now that they added Fournette, what do you think about this team? I mean, the Bucks still are... Are, are a good team, but in my opinion, and I, I don't, and I briefly mentioned this to you uh, when the signing happened that I don't, I just, I don't see them being, this be, this signing being over the top for them. Like, yes, they have a good running back now, but I mean, they still have problems with the O-line, and you can only go so far without an O-line, in my opinion. Um, but it's very, it's pretty funny because I, I kind of thought about it, and I told you, like, they still don't have the best players pos- and position-wise in this division, like, you know, I, I mentioned it to you, like, Julio's the best receiver in that division. McCaffrey's the best running back. Brady could be in the discussion for the best quarterback in that division. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's a toss-up, man. The O-line's definitely not the best there. Um, I might give him the edge on defense, but who knows? I mean, the Saints are are um, reported to possibly sign Clowney soon. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the Saints looking good. Falcons' defense is up there, too. So, I don't know. There's four nights signing. It wasn't really a big impact Signing obviously it's gonna help them with the running game, but I don't know, especially this late and this like this like we're already a few days away from the season, so yeah. I don't I don't think Fernand will be making an impact right away, possibly quite, maybe till the end of the season. Um, but I don't I don't know I'm not I'm not big big on the signing. Obviously it's a good signing, but I'm not gonna pick the Bucks to be the favorites, the absolute favorites now for this, for this division. I mean yeah I see what you're saying that you know they don't have the best um, you know position overall but i think their whole depth i i think you can put it up against anybody in the league like the amount of weapons they have both on on both sides i mean mike evans chris godwin um you know the tight ends that they have i'm I'm, listen i'm not gonna put gronk in that conversation until i see him play at least five games because usually by then he gets hurt or something happens so i want to see how he is like i said and you know, like I said, like the only thing they were missing was a running back, and yeah, like you, said, you know, you said it. It's it's tough when you get late signings or trades, like towards the beginning or middle of the season, because they're not caught up on the offense and the terminology. But I mean, I think Bruce Arians will use Leonard Fournette as the best of his abilities as he can, because I think he's a huge upgrade over, you know, Ronald Jones the second and. An old old shady McCoy, so I think he's gonna bring a lot more energy. They're not gonna. I don't feel like defense can commit fully to the pass game because Fournette is back there, and he can't catch out of the backfield as well. So it's gonna be interesting. I'm not gonna say that makes them the favorites, but I mean, they're man. Brady does it again, bro. Like you know, Patriots were in conversations with Fournette, and then you know, like hours later, he's with the Bucks. So that's fucking crazy and. I don't know. This NFC South is crazy. This just has a feel of like NBA teams um, all coming together to play like the old Brooklyn Nets with Garnet and Pierce. I don't know. This just has this vibe to me, bro. Like I don't see them being like oh, like a super team. Um, I could. I don't know. I I have this vibe of that sort of caliber, <laughs> like the Lakers with Howard and Nash. Like I don't know. This this is the type of feeling I have with these Bucks teams. But who knows, bro? Brady has. I mean. Prove the doubters wrong, so we'll see. Mm. This is a Brady-esque uh, type of signing, though. No, I do agree there. for sure. And, and <clears throat> I feel like 
we always try to do that compare basketball to football like it's it's completely different bro like there's so many other components to it to a football team because there's 53 people on the roster but to me you know like you said it has the feel of like they're gonna underperform kind of like the browns of last year you know all the weapons all the hype and they didn't show up or the dream team eagles in 2009 i believe with awesome and vince young and all them like i don't know it they have potential to be great it's just I, I I said in the episode you're gonna hear right now they're gonna go as far as Brady takes them and uh, people don't be surprised if they go thirteen and three or seven and nine so you know we'll see that's it's gonna be interesting for sure week the season starts less than six days or six days so it's gonna be exciting I don't know what are you no doubt though I absolutely though my butt will be tied to this chair watching the Bucks play this season okay. yeah. Well, yeah, we just wanted to touch that before we get into the episode, and you guys are like, well, why aren't you talking about Fortnite? Because it happened after, so, you know, hope you guys enjoy this one, and we'll see you later. Peace. <clears throat> Yo, welcome back, guys. We're here. Like we said, we're going to preview the NFL divisions. Hopefully, we have a season. I mean, that's just first and foremost, but we're going to go with the assumption that there is a season, and we're going to preview Julian's squad, his division, the NFC South. Personally, I think this is going to be the best division in football this year. I agree, brother, 100%. If it isn't, I'm going to be very disappointed in the season. There's no there's no other division that has three great teams in it. So. Yep. First of all, the, uh, hold on. We got to intro this. We're back. J&J, Julian, what's up? How you feeling? Not much, man. You? You? How you feeling, uh, buddy? I'm just saying hey, we're like less than two weeks away from football. Like, that's... That's crazy that this, this actually might happen, and well, hopefully it does. We'll see, but uh, yeah, I'll let you go off, man. You know, this is your division. I know you kind of let me talk a little more when it was the Patriots, so I'm gonna let you go ahead and say what you gotta say. How I, I'm gonna let you preview the Falcons first. We'll go, we'll go in order, but I'll let you like, what do you like from this team? What don't you like? Let's just hear your thoughts on the Dirty Birds. Um. Well, I mean, personally, I think we're going to win this division. I know it sounds crazy mm. to everybody out there. Um, I do want to say, though, it pisses me off that, like, not a lot of the media has really much faith in us. And I understandably, I can see why. But this is – last year was Dirk Cutter's first season with us. Um, obviously, the offense is going to be as great as it is the first year. You, any coach, for the most part, your first season is not going to be your best season. He's got another year with these guys. Um He's got his schemes in more. I'm a little concerned about the running game. For the most part, I'm confident on this offense. Uh, Matt Ryan's going to have an MVP season, potentially, I believe. Um, Calvin Ridley's going to go off this season. We'll see, I, I guarantee it, mm. um, barring any injury. Uh, but, yes, back to the media part. I don't like that. I, some people even have the Panthers going ahead of us in this division, which is very <laughs> disrespectful. The Panthers are in rebuilding stage. Um they just got a new coach. It's going to take some time for them to be great again. Uh, and it's just very frustrating, bro. Everyone has the Saints and Bucks when really the Falcons are are just are just as good as these two teams up there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, so like I was saying, um, our defense, I think, is going to be good. Uh, the only concern I have is pass rush, but with the addition of Dante Fowler, that's going to definitely help us a little bit. Vic Beasley had a was had his 15 minutes of fame and then he disappeared the last seasons he was supposed to be our guy 
and now it's going to be Dante Fowler, which is going to open up gaps for other pass rushers, I believe, especially with Grady Jarrett down there in the middle. He's a beast, guys. Everybody, if y'all don't know who he is, um, you should now because he's, he's going to make noise this season, barring any injuries. Um, we got Hayden Hurst, who was, to me, I wasn't a big fan of this addition to start off. You were. Um, I didn't, but now I've been seeing clips of him in training camp, and he's looking like another Austin Hooper, which is going to be great because we couldn't afford to lose Austin Hooper in our squad. Um, Todd Gurley is the biggest question mark on offense, like I briefly mentioned. But I feel like if they're careful with him and they take care of his body, he's going to do. He's gonna excel, um, which I've already seen that happen in Dan Quinn. Uh, he had Devontae Freeman, but Devontae Freeman never got those 20 carries a, a game because of his injury status. And I know Dan Quinn's going to feel the same with Todd Gurley, so... We're going to get a lot of carries from a lot of different running backs in that team. But if Gurley is fresh, then he's going to have those explosive plays like he did in the Rams. Um, and then rookie A.J. Terrell, man, I heard he's been beasting it in training camp. Um, I haven't seen clips of it, but I've heard much praise from Julio, which is very res- – like, that's 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 big, man. When you have Julio mm-hmm. out here giving you the respect in training camp. So I'm uh, I'm excited for AJ Terrell. I know a lot of people believe he should not have been picked that high, but I'm excited now. I'm excited to see what happens. Um, so I don't know. We're the underdogs, like I said, in this division. And hey, that's honestly, good, though. Personally. I, I like it. I like it, too. There's not a lot of pressures on us. Mm-hmm. But I feel like in the, for the city of Atlanta, there's pressure in us. But outside of the city, there's not that much pressure. For, like, national pressure, there's none. No. But I think locally and regionally, I feel like they know that their Super Bowl window is really starting to close, like, big time. Um, but like I said, they revamped the part of their offense. That was uh, They went missy last year. They're going to do it. They're going to address the need in pass rush, which they kind of did with Dante Fowler. And Dan Quinn will, will find a way, man. If he has that one elite pass rusher like Dante Fowler is to me, then it'll – Okay, the job will be easier for Dan Quinn. Um, but another one that not a lot of people are talking about is Keanu Neal. He's coming back from injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he stays healthy, man, he he to me he's still one of the best safeties in the league if he's healthy. Yeah. Obviously, he's been hurt the last two seasons, which kind of hurt us. But if he's ready to go this season and he doesn't get hurt, oh man, this defense is going to be better than what it was last year, definitely. Um, but yeah, like I said, Matt Ryan's going to have an MVP year in my prediction. Uh, Julio's gonna have another great year. Uh, yeah, uh, that's all I gotta say. If, uh, prediction record, I say ten and six. Mm, we'll get to that. But um, yeah, I, listen, I'm so sick of the Julio. Uh, Julio to me is yeah. the most underrated receiver in the game. People it's over. Just he doesn't talk. Yeah, and I'm just so sick of the Julio slander. Like, like I understand why people say Tyreek is one of the best he's the best receiver in the game i understand why d like people say d hop is but no like julio can he's fast he can catch the ball over anybody and he's reliable yeah he'll get dinged up during the season but he plays through it there's like i i can probably count it on on the amount of times on my fingers how many times he's missed a game due to an injury where it's that bad like he plays through it he's a tough sob like that dude can ball to me he's the best receiver in the game I feel like the Falcons had a very piss poor year last year, and I feel like they're gonna rebound this year for sure. Um, the fact that I don't know who said the Panthers were gonna be better than the the Falcons. That, 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 that sounds like a Will Kane take or something, because that that's an awful take. That's 
disgusting. First of all, Teddy Two Gloves, which we'll get into it, is a product of Sean Payton. Like, the only reason he got that paycheck was because of Sean Payton. I understand he was good before his injury, but we're not talking about the Teddy Bridgewater before the injury. We're talking about after. And after he wasn't asked to do anything. It was just a post, a slant to Michael Thomas, screen to Camara, or, you know, just a whatever like a little dump dump off to the tight end or whatever the case may be and it's like bro come on like he wasn't asked to do much that's why they went five and oh six and oh whatever his record was like no that's an awful take and you guys will see and no offense to panthers fans but you guys are in a rebuild like there's a reason they went all defense in the in the draft like they're they're not confident in this group and i I'm not very confident in this offense as well. To think that people are saying Teddy Bridgewater is going to be an upgrade over Cam Noon is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. No offense to Teddy Bridgewater. I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. He's just a system quarterback. And we'll see how Joe Brady, the former offensive coordinator of the LSU Tigers, who went off in the championship in all year last year. Let's see what he does with Teddy Bridgewater. Because Teddy Bridgewater and Joe Burrow are not in, cut from the same cloth. Let's just get that out of the way. So, you know, I I agree with you with the Falcons. They made some upgrades. I know we weren't. I know you weren't too happy that um, your boy got taken from uh, the Jaguars. I forgot the cornerback from Florida, C.J. Henderson. That was your boy. I remember you wanted yeah. him, but uh, if Julio was saying Terrell's killing it. That that should show a sign of like this boy's coming to play. And like you said, Keanu. If anybody, if everybody can stay healthy, they have Deion Jones, Grady Jarrett, Keanu Neal. Like they have players, they have players. Hopefully, Tech McKinley steps up this season. And yeah, I mean, the Vic Beasley project didn't work. They moved on. Uh, you guys, you should be very happy they moved on because you see the mess he's doing in Tennessee, not reporting yes, to anybody. Like yes, I agree. So you know, him compared to Dante Fowler, it's a huge upgrade and. You know, hopefully, I can see you guys going like nine and seven, ten and six for sure. So, Definitely. but yeah, we'll get into it, bro. I'll let you go in order what you see with these teams. So we'll start from the bottom, like we did with the AFC East. Um. So yeah, we we already talked about it kind of a little bit. It was the Panthers, bro, and you kind of touched based on everything I had to say about them. Teddy Bridgewater is just the quarterback, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um. We'll see how how good they utilize him, but I don't think this season will be a good season for him. I mm-hmm. think. So building here for most of these guys like yeah. a new quarterback and a new coach you're not going to go 16 and out quite simply like you're not it's going to take time to get to get the offense the way you want it to be um and you're going to have mistakes and you're going to lose some games obviously it's going to happen uh you got, you got a whole new offense in there you got Robbie anderson who's probably your best receiver um the defense like you said they went all defense and quite frankly i think the defense is also going to struggle it's going to take time for these new guys to come in and, and make an impact. Uh, mm-hmm. you, just, you lost Luke Keekley. You lost your best player in defense. Yep. Um, you lost Cam, obviously. You lost Greg Olson, who was getting old, but he still kind of made an impact when he was healthy. Um, but obviously, you still got Christian McCaffrey, of course. He's going to carry you to a couple wins. Um, they're going to have a decent offense with him. It's going to be just to see how they use him and Teddy, but I'm pretty sure they're going to use a RPO a lot more with him and stuff so we'll see yeah um, if they it McCaffrey could still I think he could be MVP if the Panthers have a semi good season like if they win at least six or seven games I think McCaffrey might possibly 
could win the MVP. Mm-hmm. That's how big of an impact I think he's going to have. Uh, he made a case for it last year. That was yeah. amazing what he did last year. So Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this offense is going to be great. I know it is, but it's going to take some time. I just don't know, like you said, if Teddy's going to be the guy as well. But for the time being, it's gonna they're going to struggle, man. Mm-hmm. And especially, I think with this defense, they're gonna struggle just for the mere fact that like Matt Rule is known for his offense, and he, the, for me, every time you uh, you hire an offensive coach, your defense is gonna is gonna take some steps back. And this is why I think the Panthers are gonna have a pretty, pretty bad year. Um, I'm gonna go five and eleven and be generous though, <laughs> just because I still think they're a decent team for the most part, especially when you have McCaffrey back there. So I'm gonna go five and eleven for them. Um, I don't know if you want to add on to what anything uh, I said. Nah, I, I I said everything. You said everything. I have the same thing. I have five ele- five and eleven for them. Uh, Tell me, bro. We yeah, we're fucking we're in sync on these predictions. Yeah, it's, it's, they're gonna be five and eleven. It's just not. I don't see this. I don't see. T- I'm sorry. I don't see Teddy Bridgewater being the guy that everybody thinks yeah. he is. And if we're getting Teddy Bridgewater before the ACL tear, then okay, you got. I'll 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 speak a little more differently on that. But until then. No, I, I saw what I saw last year. I wasn't impressed. I mean, they set him up to succeed, so we'll see what he does in in Carolina. And well, yeah, like I said, five and eleven. They're they're gonna win some games. They're gonna win. They're gonna beat some teams where you're like, how the hell did they beat them? Like I could see them beating the Bucks or the Saints. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like like those type of games where they're like maybe week fifteen, week fourteen, and it's like. Oh, like they're ready for the playoffs. They're trying to get some wins under their belt. They're probably playing for seeding, and the Panthers can play spoiler, something like that. But I don't see yeah. them competing for any playoff position or any sort of NFC South crown. So yeah. Um, yeah. Um, the third place team, I think, is going to be the Saints. Mm. Uh, they they kind of improved their team, but I think they kind of lost. Like I think they're even. I think they. They, they're not gonna improve, but they're not gonna do worse either. Um, Emmanuel Sanders is underrated as fuck, bro. Like I think yeah. he's gonna kind of make a change for this offense that they desperately need. I think the Saints were slowly becoming the Patriots in terms of the offense. Like it was just becoming kind of stale, especially with Drew Brees. Man, he's getting old, and he doesn't have the the arm strength to go deep anymore. Like you mentioned with Teddy, he all he did was drop our drop back passes to. To the tight end or slants to Michael Thomas or screen pass to Kamara, and that's all Breeze did, man. I don't see, I didn't see him throw many balls 15 yards or deeper. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like that's gonna kind of hurt him, and I, I think defenses are gonna start catching on to this. Yeah, they, they did lose AJ Klein, which is kind of a, I know it's not that big of a loss, but it, it's something that would have that made a change in their defense. So we'll see how that goes. They did upgrade their O line with that rookie. I forgot his name. He drafted a. Um. Wow, what's his name? Ruiz. Caesar Ruiz. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that'll be that'll be interesting to see how that goes. But I mean, he's a rookie. It's gonna take time. Even with our rookies last year, the line like they went through some bumps on the road. Um, so yeah, I think this is their last shot at the Super Bowl is this year. Yeah, no, for know sure. Ruiz is gonna retire after this, mm-hmm. unless they trade up to get like. But Trevor Lawrence, which I don't see happening, I think this is the this is it for them this year. Uh, but yeah, the decline of Drew, Drew Brees is gonna happen, and it's gonna keep hurting them. Uh, like I said, I don't, I don't think Brees has it in him anymore to throw thirty or forty times a game. So if but if the, the Saints succeed, I think it's gonna come down to Kamara and the defense. To be quite honest with you, 
Okay. I don't. I don't see Breeze. I mean, obviously he can still throw forty times a game, but I don't. I don't see him being an effective forty like, com- like having thirty completions a game. I don't think that can happen. Um, it's gonna come down to Camaro, bro. Like running the ball, getting these screen passes, and making plays like a McCaffrey sort of way. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna come down to the defense making stops. I don't see Drew Brees. I think he's at the point of his career where he's like a Peyton Manning with the Denver Broncos when they won that Super Bowl. Manning was just there for the road and like made the smart play, but he didn't really like make an impact as big. Mm-hmm. So that's what Drew Brees is gonna be with the Saints team. This is why I don't think they're gonna do that good because I don't think the defense was. No one's as lead as that defense for the Broncos was that year, but yeah. I don't think that the Saints even have the best defense in this division. So I predict nine and seven. For this division or for this team, um, I still think they'll make playoffs as a wild card, but I think their their road's gonna end like probably the first or second round. Okay, that's fair. Uh, my thing with the Saints is I understand what you're saying. Oh, he he can't throw it like thirty or forty times, but the thing is he's not asked to do much in a Sean Payton offense. Sean Payton will always put him in the best situation to succeed. Why do you think Michael Thomas has? the catch record and you know he's looked at as a number one receiver in this league like the the number one and that's why he got a 99 overall rating but i think if you were to put him on a i don't know let's say uh jacksonville jaguars or a houston texans or something like that i don't know just like i don't feel like people would be talking about michael thomas the way they talk about him sean Payne made michael thomas i'm sorry but like he did like he's not a 99 overall in Madden, but the, you know we can talk about that another time. But like, I like I said, I I don't I don't feel like Drew Brees is gonna be asked to throw the ball 30, 40 yards down the field because he won't have to. Like he's gonna have all these speed guys. They'll just run slants and go routes or whatever, and that's that. Like you know, it's gonna be easy for him. Wide receiver screens, dump offs to Kamara, like things like that. It, he's not asked to do much. And then every now and then when people think it's a dump off or, you know, whatever, that's when they take the deep shot and they take advantage. Um, but this third place team, I'm going to have your Falcons there. And it's not, I'm not hating. I just feel like these, the Bucks and the Saints are going to be competing to win the division. But I have you guys in the wild card. I feel like three teams are going to go to the playoffs in this division. Yeah, that's right. And I, I don't feel like the Cowboys, they're not. They're not there yet to me. The Rams were very disappointing last season. I don't see them getting any better, honestly. They got rid of Cooks. I, it's only Cooper Cup. And and they got rid of Todd Gurley. Obviously, y'all have Todd Gurley. And, you know, you already touched everything on the Falcons. I've said what I said about the Falcons. So, But I have them going 9-7, and 10-6. and six. Like I feel like they can, they're going to be a 7th seed, but they're going to kind of be like the Blazers. They're, they're a low seed, but they're not... They're they're not gonna play as if they're a low seed. Like they're gonna they should be the top seed, but because of their competition, they're gonna be a little lower. But I would not want to play the Falcons if I'm any team. You know, having to play if I'm the two seed or the three seed, I don't want to see the seventh seed or sixth seed Falcons. I don't want them to come to my house because they're they're gonna be good this year. I agree with you, and they have a lot to prove. And obviously, they have a lot of guys with chips on their shoulders, like Todd Gurley and like Matt Ryan, who people time and time again uh slander which sometimes he he kind of get he kind of deserves what he gets in a way like 
he doesn't step up with some games, but like I feel like he's gonna, he's gonna be out to prove everybody that yo shut the fuck up. I I'm I'm a top quarterback. Like, um, like people were making more noise about Daniel Jones than they were about Matt Ryan last year. I feel like it's gonna get to him, and you know he's gonna step That's up. And you know Julio Jones, I feel like is always gonna ball out. It's gonna be on Calvin Ridley, like you said, Hayden Hurst, the newly required tight end. Um, and you guys have some you know receivers that I like. I just, I can't think of their names right now, but you know you guys have some young cats that stepped up last season you know big time when sanu got traded like a lot of guys filled in that role and you know stepped we up always do that bro we always get like some random receivers that are, yeah like, good, good. like Rus- russell gage is one of that like, yeah there you go russell gage yeah he was like i said just these guys that out of nowhere are gonna step up and hope the run game is an issue hopefully Gurley can feel that because ito smith brian hill all the that all the guys you kind of you try to rotate didn't really pan out so and obviously Freeman, who can't stay healthy to save his life, and that's why he hasn't found a team yet. Um, hopefully Gurley can change that and you know play. Hopefully he's healthy. I know his arthritis in the knee is no joke, but hopefully that's he slips up. Third, and, yeah, their their cutter is a passing offense, and I kind of feel like he abandons the run game very easily, which I'm hoping this year, like with the addition of Gurley, like he can realize that okay, I got a superstar back it right here with me like I can try to utilize him a little better and actually get the run game going because our best year was when Shanahan really like forced mm-hmm. the run game on people and that gave us so much success especially with Matt Ryan because he had open looks yeah. up and down the field so I'm hoping Dirk Cutter understands that and that's the only thing that that's the biggest question I have on this team is him implementing the run game yeah but we'll see with Gurley hopefully he changes that but I don't know we'll see we'll see about that all right, go ahead, number two. The Bucks, man. I got the Bucks, but I wouldn't be surprised if they win this division. Mm-hmm. Either th- either one of these three teams, to be quite frankly, the Falcons, Saints, or Bucks. One of these three are gonna win it. Yeah. Um, I just think that the Bucks will be in second because obviously they got Brady, and they got Gronk. You know, they got Lashawn McCoy too, right? They yeah. Got, yeah, they they just signed him. Um, this team was already good as it was. They just needed a few missing pieces that they got. Um, but the reason why I don't have them winning the division is because the offensive line, mm-hmm. first and foremost. Yep. And two, Brady's old, and I know he's still going to make an impact, but, man, like like we mentioned with this Patriots preview, they the offense is just not going to look so modern like it is in any, every other team. They're not running the run and pass option. Now, I don't know if Drew Brees isn't either with the Saints, but like you mentioned, John Payton's a genius. He's going to know find a way to utilize him. And I know Bruce Arians is a great coach for Tampa. Mm-hmm. But, man, I don't know. I just feel like Brady, that Brady's presence is going to be good and bad in terms of running this offense. So we'll see. Um, but Gronk, having Gronk in that team is going to be a huge uh, playmaker for their squad on offense. They already have Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Godwin. Godwin. Yeah, Godwin. Um, so they're gonna do good, man. I mean, obviously they got Tristan Warren in the drive, but that's not enough for that offensive line. I still have questions on that O line. Um, but like I briefly mentioned with the Saints, this is this is their Super Bowl window, and I think this is this might be either their only year or possibly next year too to win the Super Bowl. After that, Brady's gonna leave. 
or going to retire. I think Brady has two years left in him tops. I don't think he has three or four. No, yeah, for sure. Um, this this offense will can be top three. Like I said, if Arians knows how to utilize Brady, and quite frankly, I just think the media is too hyped on this team right now, and I don't think they're going to do as great as people think they are, which is why I have them going nine and seven, possibly ten and six. I'm gonna go ten and six because I did like this defense. I'm not gonna lie, I liked this defense last year, and this defense is gonna do better. Um, so we'll see. I, that's all I gotta really say about the Bucks. Um, you know Brady more than anybody, and Gronk. So I don't know what how kind of an impact you can have on the Bucks, but that's what I got for this team. Uh, I'll get to the Bucks, but I think the Saints are gonna be second for me. Um... It's like I said. It's gonna be a, a tough battle for this division. This is gonna be the toughest division in football, honestly. I know people are saying the AFC North because Lamar Jackson and Ben Roethlisberger is coming back. We'll we'll talk about them soon, but I just feel like this this division is gonna be the cream of the crop of the NFL, and uh, the Saints and the Bucks. I feel like are gonna and the Falcons, of course. But I feel like those two are gonna be at the top, and I feel like the Saints are gonna go eleven and five. Like I mean, I touched everything on the Saints. It's they. I'm glad they added more receiving help for him for Drew Brees, but it's it's gonna be it's gonna come down to him trying like, having to make a play when it matters in the playoffs. And I don't feel like he's there anymore. And I understand Sean Payton is, is a legendary offensive coach. Like he's a he's a great offensive mind, honestly. And I know he's gonna put his team in the best situation to win. But there's a reason they run Taysom Hill every now and then because they. I I feel like if Taysom Hill was had the keys to the car, like Sean Payton could unleash this the full potential of this offense. But until then, it's gonna be tough. And you know, Drew Brees is is a he's the legend too. Like I don't know if he's top ten. We've talked about this. I don't know. We'll talk about it one day. We'll we'll give our top QBs of all time. But uh, Drew Brees just isn't there anymore. It's kind of like what you said with Peyton Manning. Just without the injuries, he's just declining. And yeah. And, you know, he signed an NBC contract for a reason. I think this is his last year, and this is the last shot for the Saints to, with this team, go to the Super Bowl. Like, they, you know, they should have made it when when the Rams came to town a couple years ago. You know, that I'll give them that. Like, that was pass interference. Blatant pass interference that wasn't called. Who knows if they would have won the whole, you know, won the game. We can't say that for sure. But, you know, they would have been in the great, great opportunity at the one or two yard line. To close that game out and we're talking about Patriots Saints and I don't think the Patriots beat the Saints if the Saints went to the Super Bowl so um yeah I just think with Drew with Drew Brees being the QB I don't think this team's gonna go to the Super Bowl and they're not gonna win the division but they will make it second maybe conference championship round but yeah and until they get a QB like Sean Payton wants, like a Taysom Hill. Maybe Jameis Winston shocks us and plays a couple games and, you know, <laughs> steps up. But, um, yeah, I, I just think, you know, the, obviously I have the Bucks winning the division, and I'll get into that in a minute. But, yeah, I just think the Saints are going to go as far as Drew Brees will take them in his, in his last year. I don't think he's going to take them to the promised land. So that's all I got to say about that. This, Probably 11-5. This whole division matters. Like I said, we we already touched on it a few times, but this it's gonna be those three teams are gonna. It, I won't be surprised whoever from those three teams. Yeah. Uh, if the Saints win it, I'm not gonna be shocked. If the Bucks win it, I won't be shocked either. 
Jameis Winston, man, I forgot he was so funny to me. Um, I don't know. Like I mentioned that the Saints have a Super Bowl window this year. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe if Jameis Winston gets his shit together with Sean Payne, they might actually have an extended window after this year. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that. I forgot that he was on that team. So that's kind of want to say that. Good point there. But yeah, so you got the Saints at number one, right? This year, first, first no, place? number two. And now you have the Bucks in at number one. Yep. I don't wow. know if you want me to go off. I mean, yes. you've, it's so, okay. I understand Tom Brady has regressed. I understand that. And I'm not even going to talk about Gronk. I don't want to see, I don't want to hear no Gronk praise until he plays a game. That boy looked like the tin, that boy looked like the tin man his last season with the Patriots. I, I, I didn't even recognize that Gronk. That was a shell of himself that season. So I want to see. Let's see if Gronk steps up. Let's see if all this shit that the Bucks are posting with, oh, Gronk, Gronk running down the field. Like, they show some clips of him and Tom Brady, you know, kept making a play and all that. I want to see that in a game. Like, I don't know how Gronk is right now. But this is the best receiving core I think Tom Brady's had since Randy Moss and Wes Welker. This receiving core with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Scotty Miller, who like Scott Miller, apparently that's gonna be the Julian Edelman type role, and you know Tom Brady loves his little white boys, so it's like, um, I feel like that, like he's gonna bring out a lot from these guys. I feel like just him being there, Mike Evans is gonna be more more motivated. Chris Godwin's gonna be more motivated. You heard um, Shaq Barrett say before the season, like when I when I heard we got Tom Brady, I'm like, let's go. You know, that's how a bunch of these guys if probably are feeling like there's gonna be more motivation more juice in that building and this defense like you said this defense is no joke like levante david devin white uh sean murphy bunting i think is his name um you know they got pierre paul they got shaq bear who led the league in sacks last year vita vea who may hopefully can step up this year he didn't really do much last year um but they got guys like they have horses on the defense, and they drafted an Antoine Winfield, which I was pissed the Patriots didn't get. They got Kyle Duggar. Let's see what he does. But I was hoping they got Antoine Winfield Jr. And I remember you had him going in the first round, and I could see why. Like this dude makes plays, like just like his dad did, maybe even better. Like we'll see. Hopefully, it's always gonna be with injuries with young guys. But um, I feel like this. This defense and I, the motivation the offense is going to get from Brady and Gronk and all that being in the building, like I feel like it's going to make an impact. The, the concerns I have for this team is the offensive line, like you said, and the run game. They, I don't, yeah. I don't have confidence in Ronald Jones the second until he shows me something. Uh, Lashawn McCoy didn't even play in the Super Bowl. He was a you know DMP that game. He was a, he was drinking coffee on the sideline. Like he didn't play. He was in PJs. So I don't feel like he's going to make an impact. Like, we'll see. You know, he does, like, every now and then. But, like, when it matters, I don't feel like he's going to be out on the field. Like, they got that rookie. I, for- I already forgot his name. No disrespect to him. But they drafted a rookie. They have Ronald Jones and they have LaShawn McCoy. I don't have confidence in that backfield. And, obviously, you know, I feel like Brady's going to be out to prove. That's that's the thing that I feel like it's, it's going to push this team, you know, to win the to win the South, I don't feel like it's gonna they're gonna go to the Super Bowl. Maybe I could I could be wrong, but um, the I feel like he's gonna be just like Belichick. He's gonna be motivated to show everybody I can win without him, 
And I was the reason the Patriots who they were who they were because of me, not because of Belichick. And same thing with Belichick, yeah. like I said. So I feel like with all those factors, I feel like it's going to be... Oh, and also they have three tight ends. So if Gronk does get hurt, they still have Cameron Bray and they still have O.J. Howard. Like, they have depth on this team. Like, that's good for them as well. So I, as long as everybody can stay healthy for most of the season, I mean, like, you could say that for anybody, honestly, besides the rebuilding teams. But I feel like with this team, I've, they're going to... You know, win the division. I'm not saying Super Bowl, but they'll get far, and maybe we'll see a Bucks Falcons or Bucks Saints conference championship. I'm so surprised if that happened. To be quite honest, with you. like this is the year of the of the NFC South for me. Like yeah. this this division is gonna take over the NFC, and you know we'll see what happens. I'm excited to see. What... Yeah, for the for the Bucks, I just want to also touch base. Like they could possibly have a a top five. Offense and a top five defense. I don't think it'll happen, mm-hmm. but they're one of the few teams in this in this whole league that can have the top five um, offense and defense. So it's it's crazy to me. Quite realistically, though, I think their defense going to be much better than their offense. Because like you mentioned, bro, like that defense was good last year, and I know they're only just just going to get better next this year. Mm-hmm. And that's a scary thing to see, but. Um, Don Brady just reminds me of a LeBron James when he came to Cleveland in 2016 or 14. I forgot what year it was. He came. Back. Yeah, 14. He just came for. He came back to a team that was looking good, and he's just gonna make them better mm-hmm. with his presence there. So, uh, we'll see. This this is the best division, like you said. Um, but it's crazy to me because I feel like this might possibly be the worst division in in two years. Yep. Looking, <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's gonna be the worst because your Panthers are gonna be barely doing better. Um, the Bucks will probably be maybe rebuilding now that we have no quarterback with Brady gone. And then the Saints, Jameis Winston is the biggest question there with Breeze gone. So who knows? And then with the Falcons, like Matt Ryan's up there in age. But, I mean, I know he's still got like five years in him. But, I mean, we might possibly fire Dan Quinn and then start rebuilding again if, if we don't have any success this season. So, yeah. Quite frankly, this is the best division this season, but in two years, we might be the worst. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy to see that happening. But it's happening in the NFC West. I feel like it's always the NFC South and or the NFC West always making noise for the best division. It's always those two because yeah. just the talent pool that those teams have. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, who Out of all these three teams that we have, you know, making the playoffs, because I, like, I know you have all three making them. I have all three making them. Who has the best chance, in your opinion, to make the Super Bowl? Oh, um, I'm gonna go Bucks and then the Falcons. Mm-hmm. No hate on the Saints. Yeah. Um, like I said, I just don't really think the Saints. I saw them regressing last season. I just yep. they, I think that's gonna happen more and more this season. Um, the Bucks because, like you brought up, the the Brady factor is gonna be huge. Um, they already had two great receivers. They have a great defense. Mm-hmm. They have all the tools to make it. The only big question is the offensive line. Um, but to be quite far, honest with you, like a lot of teams have questions in their offensive line. So I think Bruce Arians will find a way, especially with Brady there, to, to make this offense better than what it was last season. Um, and then I have the Falcons because, obviously, I I mentioned it. They, they have a decent defense. They have a good defense, and they could get better this season. And they have an MVP back there with Matt Ryan and the best receiver in the league. Julio Jones mm-hmm. with the former MVP Gurley was an MVP too right so 
they have Gurley back there too. So they have the tools as well to make it. So I, I'm going to go Bucks. I hate being on the fucking hype train over the Bucks, but I think now you t- I he- listening to you, to you talk about the Bucks, man, it, it, it's making me think that they're going to win it. So I'm, I'm picking Bucks. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I mean, we'll see. It's going to be interesting. Uh yeah, I feel like I said, I feel like you, what your your team did addition-wise, like everything you guys did, I feel like it, it overpowers and it just, it looks better than what you guys lost, like honestly. Like I feel like everything you guys added is going to make a difference and people are sleeping on the Falcons and maybe this will sway some people's opinions because I, honestly, I'm in the same you know boat as you that they're going to make some noise and possibly win this division. I wouldn't be shocked. Out of those three, anybody wins this division. But I want to say one more Tom Brady thing. He, I wouldn't be surprised if they go thirteen and three, twelve and four. I also wouldn't be surprised if they went seven and nine or eight and eight because it's all on Tom Brady. Like, um, he regressed a lot last year, and I saw it, and I was like, wow, this team's not gonna make anything, and they didn't. They didn't, and you can say. Well, he was, you know, there's not a good relationship with Belichick or McDaniels like that. No, there's no excuse. Like, he blatantly missed swing passes and dump-offs to James White. Like, he missed it. Like, two, three yards away from him, he would miss those throws. Or he wouldn't look to go downfield. And that's my concern with, that's my also a big concern with me with the Bucks. Bruce Arians is a high-flying, go-route heavy offense. Like, they just run four verts most of the game with Bruce Arians. And you're going to ask a 43-year-old Tom Brady to run this offense? We'll see. We'll see. He better get some arm strength back or something. Like He has a good arm. It's just he's not as willing to take hits as he used to be back in his prime. And like the, when he yeah. when they beat the Falcons and when they beat the Seahawks, he was willing, even then he was willing to take those those hits to yeah, make to make those throws. Yeah. And the the Rams Super Bowl I even saw it that season. Even though they made good plays against the Chiefs and all that, like they had a pretty good year that year, but I saw the regression that year. Even though they won the Super Bowl, I'm like, eesh, it's it's coming, and when it comes, it's gonna come, like, like kind of like what Max Kellerman said, like you know he's gonna fall off a cliff and this and that. But I feel like he's just kind of sliding down it right now. It's slow, but you see it, and that's the issue. That hit, the same thing with with the Saints, they go as far as Brady will take them, and. If we're getting a highly motivated Brady, I would not be surprised if they go to the Super Bowl in their own stadium. I also won't be surprised, like I said, if, they, if they're if they at the bottom of this division because how far he takes them. So we'll see. I'm excited. If, the whole, if we get the whole season, I'm, su- I'm really excited to see what this whole division is. And Yeah, I think that's, without repeating ourselves, that's pretty much it. I don't know if you have anything else to say about your Dirty Birds, but that's it for me. You kind of cut out. Um, go ahead and say it again. Well, yeah, I mean, just saying, like, I know you guys don't have to pick the Falcons to win the Super Bowl. They'll give us some respect. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's kind of frustrating to see that, but it is what it is. We'll prove everybody. It, exactly. It's like uh, people just forget that everybody gets hurt most of the time for your team. So hopefully that changes and you guys can stay healthy and not get the injury bug. So, yeah, sure. that's it. And we'll like like I said on Sports Inferno, like we we said, you're like we're gonna preview all the NFC, 
on here and all the AFC on Sports Inferno. So stay tuned to all that. And anything else to say, Julian? Make sure to follow uh, Sports Inferno on all social media po- or platforms. And oh, damn, I can't get your. I don't know how to say it, man. You know how to say it so perfectly. <laughs> what like the the outro the ending uh, yeah. <laughs> alright guys so make sure to subscribe to Sports Inferno follow Julian on social media follow my social medias and wear masks stay safe and make sure to you know subscribe to the podcast leave us some 5 star ratings tell your friends tell your mamas 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 whatever and we'll catch you later peace peace